Welcome to the first episode of uh, the Sunday Sauce. Some of you who used to listen probably are saying, "I this isn't the first episode," but uh, we revamped it, relaunching. So, welcome back. I have a special guest here. Her name is Jackie Toberoff. She ran for city council for the first district of Manhattan. Um, unfortunately, she did not win, but she did have small victories. And uh, I'm gonna let her introduce herself. She's a wonderful person. I met her on Saturday. Jackie, hello, welcome. Welcome to the Sunday Sauce. I'm so glad you're my first guest. Tell our listeners about you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks, Mike. So I did run for City Council District 1, which is Lower Manhattan, everything from Greenwich Village South. And I did lose November 2nd. I'm not Stacey Abrams, but (laughs) I did have a bunch of big victories. Uh, I was the first female candidate to get matching funds as City Council for District 1. I also got double the slated votes I was expected to get. I got 33% of Republican turnout as opposed to my opponent who got 22% of Democrat turnout. This is in a very lopsided district. It's 70,000 Democrats versus uh, 9,000 Republicans. And out of that 9,000 Republicans, 3,000 have left. Hmm. Um, And then what else? Uh, No. So we had, oh, 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 the other amazing thing that we did was we helped flip the only area in all of Manhattan to go from deep blue to red, which was Chinatown. So that was huge. And I heard those about were that. right. Those right. were huge victories. So we are harnessing the momentum and we go full steam ahead. Well, I, did I say small victories? You did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what do I know? What do I know? I'm so I apologize. This is why you're here, because I you know this is why you make the big bucks. <laughs> um, now when I'm, it's funny you say that about the uh, Chinatown like the Chinatown voters. Now do you you definitely think that's because of the anti Asian hate crimes going on, right? Obviously. I think it's a culmination of things. I think, firstly, there has been no group more vilified and marginalized than the Asian Americans. They have been under attack. Uh, There's now a major uh, divide, uh, which is to, to pit whites against blacks, blacks against whites, and Asians have been entirely left out of the equation. Mm. They are also being punished for hard work. We see this with the gifted and talented. So their education is under assault. Um, We also see that quality of life issues have been really taking a toll on the Asian community. So city council was the group that helped defund, that voted to defund NYPD by a billion dollars. And in the process of defunding them by a billion dollars, they dismantled the homeless division. So all of the hate crimes that you're seeing towards Asians are a result of the following, defunding of police, bail Mm -hmm. reform, um, homeless uh, encampments, homeless shelters being thrown into this district. We've seen poll after poll, uh, over 50% of homeless people suffer from mental health issues, which has also been completely mismanaged by this one-party Democrat rule. We had Thrive, which took a billion dollars, and has had no efficacy. That's right. So I'm gonna. So working on a FDNY ambulance, I'll tell you exactly what happens with the homeless. Right. Love Liter- it. Literally, somebody calls. We go pick them up. We either take them to Bellevue or Beth Israel Hospital, which is the only two um, psychiatric evaluation places in Lower Manhattan. As of right now, it's because I work in Lower Manhattan. They go in literally one hour later, back on the street. There's That's no, right. there's no such thing as Thrive. Shirley, Sh- 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 I don't even know how you say her name. Shirley McRae. Yeah, the she, yeah, whatever. She's incompetent. It's at that end of story. 
I'm sick and tired of Bill de Blasio pulling the race card for his wife. He, he Bill de Blasio is incompetent. It has nothing to do with that he's white. You're just incompetent. You can't do your job. There's there's no race card when you can't do your job. So so she should not be in in in, uh, in charge of Thrive. She has no experience with mental health. She has no, she's not a social worker. She's just she's just you know incompetent. I mean that there's really no other way to put it. So and uh, on the subject of going to defunding the police in my district in Bay Ridge, I don't know if you know Justin Brennan. Do you I know don't. him? Tell so me. he he was up for re-election in f- District 43. A no-name person, the name of Brian Fox, never ran yes. for politics. I'm sure you saw it in the news. I know Brian. Yeah. yeah, he almost beat him. I know. And then 11 dead voters <laughs> just showed up in Bay Ridge, and they sent back the ballots. And and Justin Brennan tried to try to say it was some kind of Trumper conspiracy by Brian Fox when there was proof. Well, I think to your point, there really has been a referendum. Um, listen, they're they're in Virginia, in New Jersey, in Chinatown. We are seeing. We are going to see a red wave. We are seeing major changes. People have absolutely had enough. And I think the one winning issue that Republicans have is the assault on education, Mm -hmm. on the nuclear family, on parents and on children, because it turns out even Democrats and even independents do not want to sacrifice their children. So this is really a unifying message. And the bottom line is... Uh, it really is one party rule that has absolutely destroyed the education system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are many things that that are seemingly abstract to people. Inflation is seemingly abstract. The debt, it's, it's just too high. Um, milk going up a couple of dollars, gas going up. Yes, it affects us, but there is nothing that motivates us more than the assault on our children. Right. Nothing. I Well, I don't have children. I mean, I know you do. And... Uh, I mean, I'm sure if I had kids, I would I would be feeling it too with the um, the, the raise in prices and you know could, to put food on the table these days. It must be I'm a single man, so you know <laughs> I can go buy two slices of pizza and, and it's still four or five dollars. That's nothing to me. But to have a family of four or three or four, you know how many kids, it must be ridiculous to go to the grocery store. Um, I see prices of milk going up. From two ninety nine a gallon to whatever it was to three nine, it's ridiculous. Uh, Brian Selter from CNN went into the grocery store with his daughter and posted one aisle. Oh, who's what? What inflation? Look at this whole store. Like, come, come on, man. You go to a Walmart, you go to a Target. The shelves are empty in Middle America. He's posting places from like coastal cities where you know. I mean, inflation, um, inflation, and and uh, you know th- things like this. They don't really. I mean, they matter here, but people make a lot of money here, so it's really not hitting them as hard on like New York and L.A. But if you go to the Midwest, people are really struggling out there, and that's and that's where it's really going to flip the seats in in uh, the next 2022 in the election for the Congress and the House and the Senate. Right? Is that I, what you think? I think it matters here. I mean, firstly, you can go into any grocery store here, and this is kind of a, a small point, but it it is a fact. You know, I went looking for pecan pie. I love mm. pecan pie. They had none of it anywhere. I was told that there was a pecan pie shortage. Mm. I mean, you are definitely feeling empty shelves. You're feeling empty produce. There is a shortage. Uh, but again, it does remain more abstract because people can find something else. The school issue is is a real 
problem, whether it's private school, whether it's public school, that's a real problem. Crime is a real problem. It's it's oh, yeah. unsafe to bring your children to school. It's unsafe to get on a subway. It's unsafe to walk your dog at night or to go to an ATM. That's right. That's right. Um, I mean, actually, on the way here, I just saw that a 13-year-old boy walking to the Bronx just got shot in wow. school and, and walking through the Bronx on his way to school. He just got, got shot. That's right. This is in the middle of the daytime in, That's the, right. in the Bronx. Oh, no. These, these incidents, look, I was running late coming here. I had to get off at Penn Station. I saw two people shooting up on the street on my way here. This is this is no longer abstract. This is at your front door, and this is in every neighborhood. Good, bad, poor, rich. This is pervasive. What do you think about um, Eric, the incoming mayor-elect, uh, Eric Adams? Do you think he will fulfill his promises of uh, the masks, taking off masks off children, the mandates in school, and um, you know, really letting police do their job. He said he will let police do their job, but he's going to hold them accountable other than, you know, Mayor de Blasio just defunding the police and saying, you know, they, they can't do their job. But what do you, do you think Eric Adams, being a former police officer, do you think he will withhold his promises? I mean, uphold his promises? Do you think no, he'll do that? No, I don't. You don't. I actually oh. <laughs> never had faith in Eric Adams. Hmm. I never supported him. I don't want to be one of those people that just blindly says I'll support whoever is in office. Hmm. I don't want people implementing horrible policy to get away with it. So I'm actually not in support of many things he has said he will do. Uh, there are two things he has brought up that sound good to me. I'm not entirely confident whether he will go ahead with them. He gave a very lackluster response to reinstating gifted and talented. It took him a while to get on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to that point, I saw today uh, something that gave me pause. He is behind the removal of the statue of Thomas Jefferson. Now, the issue with that, why do I bring that up in terms of gifted and talented? Well, if you are removing a statue of one of the founding fathers, who was the third president and the principal author of the Declaration of Independence, I really wonder how you are going to promote and support American history, which is, in fact, still taught in Mm -hmm. schools, degraded, but Mm -hmm. still taught. Mm -hmm. Um, He said very early on that he was going to keep de Blasio on as a consultant. This is troubling to me. He's had affiliations with Farrakhan. That is troubling to me. He wants to allow illegals to vote. That is actually more radical than anything de Blasio has done. And the final thing that really gives me pause is if you do even a preliminary search of Eric Adams, he has supported BLM. This is divorced from law and order. Mm. Well, what he, I mean, I, he, I, that's all true back in the past, but he did stand up. To BLM when they that guy uh, what's his name Hank, Hawk Newsom is that his name Hawk Newsom he did say not in my city he did say that but you know that could change but that actually for me that was a big thing you know because as a first responder last year they destroyed the city they you know it was a very very hard time to be a first responder in the city and, and it still is but I mean for for first responder all the unions backed Eric Adams obviously they didn't ask us they just Went on their own and did it. So you know, but uh, we no one in the actual service supports Eric Adams. That's right. I've heard, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know. You know. Look, yeah. I hope that he does stand up to BLM. I almost there is a part of me, and I am not a conspiracy theorist. There is almost a part of me that makes me think that it was intentional to uh, by BLM to say something like that so that he could seem like he was in a power position. Um, again, I think with him, we really have to wait and see. He barely campaigned. He was anointed as a moderate and a winner before. He's very cocky. 
before doing yes. anything. I yes. think we really have to wait and see what he's going to do. I'm not confident, but we wait and we see. Um, speaking of law and order, what do you think about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict while we're, it's still fresh in the news? <laughs> Um, do you think it was self def- like what do you what do you think about that? I think it was a tragedy all around. I think that lawmakers, elected officials did not do their job from the very beginning. They encouraged and inflamed a racial divide. Mm-hmm. Um, they encouraged and stoked BLM and Antifa. Mm-hmm. I mean, here again, we had de Blasio marching with them. He went out painting. <laughs> we had with a lot them, of Democratic people with them, from, right? Well, yeah, to yeah, your yeah, earlier point, him. right? Mm-hmm. BLM has caused since. Since June 2020, over $4 billion worth of damage. They right. should be labeled a terrorist. C- case in point, uh, what happened to Max Rose, Nicole Maliotakis rolled right into his into his position because he marched with BLM on Staten Island. Yeah. So, it, yeah. BLM is a big problem. Um, yeah. n- not to veer too off track, but again, they, they've accrued over $4 billion worth of yeah, damage. It's, yeah, it's... And they terrorize people. They've destroyed areas. So where was I going with this? No, just the Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, like, the well, Kyle yeah, Rittenhouse. Okay, yeah. so, um, look, I think him... Uh, I think it was self-defense. We are entitled to self-defense, and I really think what's going on here is the attack, you see it from Nadler, what they are really trying to do is get rid of the Second Amendment. So that's how I see this. So you think they're trying to make it like a gun thing? They're really. trying Just a to gun make thing, it really. a gun thing. Mm-hmm. They are trying to make it a race thing, which mm. it is not. Mm. They are vilifying a then 17-year-old, a now 18-year-old. A white supremacist who he never was. He is not. Let's mm-hmm. not even put that out no, there because no. it's a false narrative. Exactly. Um, I'm extremely happy he got off. I mm-hmm. look at it as a win for everyone. We have a right to protect ourselves, to self-defense. Of course. Um, but I don't think we should get too elated too soon because they're coming for us. They're coming for us. There's certain Democrats who want to take this case to a federal level now. Mm-hmm. They're, it's very sickening that the the kid, you know, enough. He went through enough. Um, also, it bothers me that uh, a lot of Democrats are defending the uh, so-called victims of Kyle Rittenhouse, oh my God. who one was a convicted child molester who molested five children, anally raped. That's disgusting. It's it's really gross. Um, also, another one who beat his grandmother, beat his brother, held his girlfriend hostage. I mean, let's let's read a quote from Mayor De Blasio. I want I want to read this quote. What do you what do you think of this quote? Made the Blasio. Anthony Huber, who's the grandma beater, okay, and then Joseph Rosenbaum, who's the child molester, are victims. They should be alive today. The only reason they're not is because a violent, dangerous man chose to take a gun across state lines, which is false. That's not even true. And mind you, after he said that, he made another tweet saying something about right trolls, no matter what happened with the gun, whatever, anyway, are starting to shoot people. To call this a miscarriage of justice is an understatement. What do you think of that tweet? You've brought up so many interesting points. It would We need an hour to dissect them. Yes. Firstly, yeah. I mean, there's something right now, <laughs> word salad. You can pretty much say anything. You don't need receipts. You don't need a record. It's It's getting really dangerous what's going on. And if people are relying on media to get their news... There's a big problem here because we are not getting the correct information. Uh, even after the verdict came out, we are still getting incorrect information. Yes. So that's that's a big problem. And they're really 
doing their their best to subvert this case mm-hmm. to keep us uninformed and to keep us angry. MSNBC, I mean, that lady, Joy Reid, literally every single day, I'll, I'll, I just, I was watching her, white supremacy, w- the white supremacy this, white supremacy that, white, like, like who, who is her producer? I don't understand. The, this kid, if you watch, there's a video of Kyle Rittenhouse, literally, he went there, he had a, he's a lifeguard. They, they said he lied about, he, he never said he was an EMT. He's a lifeguard who are trained in CPR and first aid. He had a med kit on him just in case anybody needed help. He said he was there to help people. I think we need to come to the hard fact, and this is a hard thing to discuss right now, but I think we need to really just be honest about it. The left wanted Kyle Rittenhouse locked up because he's white. Of course. Okay, and they do not care about the pedophile, the anal raper, the grandma beater. They wanted a white person locked up. Of course. Okay. They want a scapegoat. For the left, they want white people locked up. This is really the bottom line. And it's a hor- it's, it's a chilling thing to wrap your head around, but this is really what's going on here. Now, if you take a transcript of Joy Reid from almost any one of her shows and you replace the word white with black or opposite, she would be fired in any other situation. I mean, she spews such venomous racism. It's disgusting. It is really painful Mm -hmm. to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's hard to listen to. And if she were white, she would be fired. What would be best is to turn someone like this off. But it's it's almost hard because she really does speak. So it's funny. It's funny you actually brought that point up. I just read today that there is actually high talks. They might be getting rid of her. Because they're saying they went, she went way too hard on this Kyle Rittenhouse trial, and there's actually talks of her getting the boot at um, MSNBC. I, I was think actually it's just too reading late. That. I read that too. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. too late. This MSNBC has done its best to really encourage and support a racist. Hmm. Uh, she's a liar. She's a racist. She says horrible things, and she has a huge platform. She might not have a ton of, you know viewers but she has sway and she puts this out into the universe and she she stokes flames of hatred and divide the the democrats argument about the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing is that he was there it was a they're they're saying it was a um it has to do with race because of the Jacob Blake shooting and then i say go back to the Jacob Blake police video he had a warrant out for his arrest cuz he sexually assaulted a person the cops found him he had a knife on him they told him, they saw the knife. They told him multiple times, drop the knife, drop the knife, drop the knife. You heard it in the video. He did not drop the knife. They shot him. He didn't kill him. Totally justifiable. That's why in Kenosha, they were rioting. So what what is, what it has to do with white cops shooting a black man? It, it wasn't a racial shooting. It was just a, it was a police procedural, uh, you know, but I know it was in the whole wake of the George Floyd thing and, and, and this and that, but... People have to understand that the police have to, a job to do. They have families to go home to, and, and, and it's just, you know, you can't just have a guy come at you with a knife and just tase him or punch him in the face. It just doesn't work like that. Look, in New York City, majority police are minority. Right. Um, that, yes, exactly. Right. I, you it's know, actually I, probably the biggest minority police force in the whole entire world, I would say. I, LAPD as well. And in Chicago, Chicago, um, right? right? I think, you know, I think that, again, the left has this 
weird, perverted obsession with perverts and criminals. <laughs> it's it's hard to wrap your head around. It really they is. are really uh, they have a contingency of criminals um, who they like to celebrate. It is a very strange thing. It's it's hard to really you know you can do mental masturbation trying to figure it out, <laughs> but it's 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 difficult to comprehend. What what kills me is that whole Jacob Blake situation. Like um, Kamala Harris, Kamala, how do you say her name? Kamala. Kamala, right? Sorry, uh, she. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, like she called up Jacob Blake and like uh, that and apologized to the family and the NFL put their right. names of, because on the, the left cleats. is the party of women. Like, yeah, but I don't. I'm confused. Like the NFL put his name on their cleats. The guy is wanted for rape. Like, yeah, what are you doing? This is the party of women. The party of women supports pedophiles, rapists. Uh, it's, it's very confused. It I'm is. confused about the whole thing because none of it matters. It's to push forward their agenda of lawlessness. As, as a Republican woman, right, are you like, when you go like out to, to parties, like, you know, family, not family parties, just like, you know, you go to a party or something, are you like ousted like when people know you? Because you're like, you're a prominent Republican in New York. Do, I, do you, are you ousted to people like, oh God, there's Jackie. No, I'll like, tell you, know, you what. And a bunch of liberals, I, you no, know? Like, I'll tell you, know? you what. The majority of my yeah. friends are liberal. Uh, just you guys get along? Cool. Yeah, of All course. Right, because All you right. know what it yeah. is? Just by living in New York City by default, right. I have so many Democrat friends, mom friends, okay. dad friends. And the truth is I haven't lost one of these friends. I've always been conservative. I've always been opinionated. I haven't lost any of those friends. And I've made a ton of friends good. since running. No, that's good. Yeah. But, but do you guys keep it like – do you not talk politics when you guys are out or do you just talk like mom stuff? I think I think everything has become political, right? Yeah, I mean, when has, I, well, COVID just like totally buying milk is political. Yeah, I mean, no, masking is political. True, everything true, has true. become political. Look, I think if you're an adult, you can have a conversation, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm able to have, and right. I I wouldn't be friends with someone that could course, not have a conversation. So. It, Again, the f- very few people that have cut me off, I was never really friendly with anyway. Right. Um, and I We're not going to cry over spilt milk, no right. pun intended. But some of my closest friends mm-hmm. are raging liberals. Mm. And it's never been an issue for me. And quite frankly, it's not an issue for them. Um, I will always say how I feel. They say how they feel. I encourage it. I believe in freedom of speech. This is honestly why can't I have friends like this? Like I, on, on Instagram, I post a story, I lose like like two followers. It's I don't know, three, four followers. People are so they get so upset. Like like chill out, bro. Like, like relax. You have to. I want you. To, you got to follow this Instagram. It's called Defiant L's. It will you ha- send it to me? I will. I, it, it takes tweets from like liberal. It's all liberals. It takes tweets from liberals from like three years ago about like something they said, and then from like. Yesterday, it's the total opposite of what they said. It's like the greatest thing ever. And then the, they get so mad, and it's, they just go off on a tangent. You'll love it. It's called Defiant. Oh I'm God, I might get too mad. Um, oh, it's it's the it's the greatest thing you'll ever see. But um, now I want to ask you questions. So now the Wall Street Journal officially announced yesterday that more people died from COVID in 2021. Well, I mean, we're not over it, but we're, we passed it. Right, right under in Biden's watch. So why isn't all these liberals out in the streets screaming? Biden lied. People died. Like, remember last year when Trump? What? So, what? What happened? It's Is he more, not a murderer? It's more. Only Trump's a murderer. I think it's more of again. It doesn't matter. The doesn't ends, matter. No. Okay. I I don't think it matters. Um, okay. Okay. Hmm. I I think look, people on the left, 
<laughs> they are tied. I know. They are tied. It's, it's, it's hard it's, to talk about. You know what? It's hard to have a come to Jesus moment when you have to when you have to denounce everything that you've grown up believing mm-hmm. and that you have embraced for so long. I think it's really hard to have that moment right. where you've switched parties. I, I always find it super interesting, the people that I met while I was campaigning. I met a bunch of people that actually did switch. In fact, someone that helped me on my campaign, she helped Hillary Clinton on her campaign, and then she came over to me. And I find these people so fascinating hmm. because they've actually done something that most <clears throat> of us haven't done. They've had real reflection, and they've had a come-to-Jesus moment, and they've assessed the situation in a way that's different. I've always been a conservative. I, I assess it every day, but I assess it out of the the lens that I just keep going further and further to the right, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're Jewish, you're Jewish, right? Yes. So why aren't there more Jewish conservatives? I, I need to know because I need the to know Democrats too. treat Jews like, I mean, excuse my language, like shit. Yeah. Like I don't understand, e- Elon, what's her, Elon Omar, right? How do you say your name? Elon? Elon. Elon. She's a she's like a terrorist. Literally, like literally. Like she she's like she's like a terrorist. And and the thing she says, her, the whole squad, they're so they're so anti-Jewish and they're Democrats. But like I know like New York Jews, not Hasidic Jews, like like the regular New York Jews, they all vote Democrat. But why why? Why? I don't I don't really understand why either. I think look, the the Democrat Party has been hijacked by some very virulent Jew haters, quite frankly, whether it's Ayanna Presley, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, uh, oh, she, she's like bad. Corey Bush, yeah. AOC. There's a real contingency on the left that is very hateful towards Jewish people. Now, I think you can actually relate it to uh, Israel and America. We're two thriving democracies. I know that we are a constitutional republic here, mm-hmm. but we we believe in democracy, right? right? And I think they go after the two places where democracy thrives and is successful. Uh, as far as why there are so many liberal Jews, I think that is also turning. There was I saw an interesting poll that said that the amount of Jews that have switched to Republicanism went from 25% to 40%. That's a huge number, if that's true, considering how small the Jewish population is. So I think, again, that the tide is changing. Great. Which would be great. Of course. <laughs> no, we need, we need we need look, more conservative wait, yeah, Jews. But, like, but look what that. happened with uh, Ina Vernikov. She won city council. Um, she, she wiped she it wiped, off the map. That's right. Yeah. And she did yeah, it I saw with that. the Russian yes. Orthodox Jews. The Orthodox, the Orthodox Jews, I, when Trump was getting re, was off right. the re-election, they all voted for him. Because in Brooklyn, they were all – I saw all the Trump signs – in Midwood right. and Cheap said all those guys, all the Orthodox Jews, they love Trump. They That's love right. conservatives. They're not voting for for Democrats because you know Democrats do not like Israel. That's obviously. Right. So That's um right. we only got a couple of minutes left. Who do you want to see on the twenty twenty four presidential elect um ticket? Uh, what would you Trump? like to see? All right. But <laughs> if let's say Trump decides eh. Ron DeSantis. Oh. What about the vice president? Hmm. I'm gonna have to think about that. Let me. I, I need to think about it hard. You want to think about I'm that? Gonna, I'm going to think about uh, it. What about man or woman? Just yeah, about that. I never vote based on that. Best person for the job. Best person for the job. Best person. I, I didn't oh, vote for I Hillary. Like I never I like would have voted for Kamala. I'm I Jewish. Know. I never voted for Bernie Sanders. I right. never. I don't think like that. I think I would like to. I, we actually talked about this the other night about maybe Tim Scott. Yeah, you're Tim Scott. I, I think he's a very educated man. Yeah. I think America's ready for him. 
I saw his interview with Brian Kilmeade. That guy is very smart. I have to he, watch he, it. Yeah, he's a very um, he's like a like, he like reminds me of like a small business owner, like a very like he's not like a he doesn't remind me of a politician, not president yet, maybe vice president. We need someone who is America first. He's Amer- he is yeah. America first. He he is not he is not like that. And as far as DeSantis goes, I think he was going to rerun for governor. I think he announced it already. I don't think he wants he's to do great. president. He's great. I don't know if he's about the president life. I think he lo- just loves Florida. Who doesn't love Florida I know. I now? think he just wants to stay, um, you know, I think he wants to stay in Florida and just hang out. And I don't even know if they have term limits there. <laughs> but um, all right. Well, listen, Jackie, I appreciate you coming on. You're the best. I hope, You're the uh, best. No, no. Nah, nah, I hope next time there's an election city council, you just uh, I take wipe it. it off the map. Okay, yes. so this is where you can find I, me. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna get to that. I was gonna say, Jackie, please tell people where we can go and find you. We can follow you. Look at your pretty face. Where can we go? I have a new website coming up. So let me give you right now where I'm most active. It's Instagram. It is Jacqueline for NYC, and that is J A C Q U E L I N E F O R N Y C. That's it. That's it. All right, and I'll shout out the new website <laughs> on my Instagram when we get that. So, yet again, Jackie, thank you for coming on. You're a very educated person, and um, you really made the first episode great. Thank Mike, you so much. Mike, you're the best. Thank you. And you can find me at Mike Ragu on Instagram and uh, at Sunday Sauce NYC. Either or is good. We'll get I you follow both. you. Of course. We're friends now. We're best friends. We we're just met on Saturday. Like, we're best friends now. So, all right, guys, I'll see you next week. Thank you.